ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. your hands for Jesus. Keep clapping your hands. Keep clapping your hands tonight. I'm so excited you made it to church tonight. I said I'm so excited you made it to church. Put your hands together and give the Lord a shout if you can shout in your house. Beautiful. It's a blessing to come your way tonight and uh, we've had a beautiful time for me the best time this evening has been the offering time I believe I shared something very important with you and never forget it as you live this life you will have opportunities to sow seeds seed of kindness a seed of love a seed of your money into something a seed of patience don't miss that season. Otherwise, there is a harvest you will deny yourself of. And tonight, I'm very happy to continue sharing from this beautiful book, Backsliding. It's one of the powerful books written by my father and my pastor, Bishop Dagiwad Mills. And I want you to try and get it and read it because it is very, very important. Backsliding is a message for Christians. If you are not born again, this message doesn't concern you. You can't backslide from, <laughs> from your sinful ways. Well, you can backslide from it and enter the kingdom. But I'm preaching to Christians who have tasted the pure word of God. Who have tasted the love of God. Believers who have tasted God. The mercy of God. And I've also tasted the life that is in Christ. It is not right that such a Christian will step back from that love the greatest love you will ever find on earth is the love of Jesus Christ and those who taste it who experience it cannot exchange that love for anything it cannot be that you will experience the love of God and move away from that love but experience will tell us that many have experienced God and have slid back from Him 
into the life they were living before. That's why one of the descriptions of backsliding is going back to eat your vomit. When you vomit something out, when you vomit a life out, when you vomit sin out, you turn away from that and you come to the Lord. The blood cleanses you. And then, for one, two, three, four, five reasons, you go back to the things you vomited. You go back to the boy you left for Jesus. And you are now living in his room with him. It's called backsliding. Yes. When you come to meet Jesus, you have no business going back. And there is a song that says, I won't go back. I'm not going back. It must be your confession. It must be your determination that you will not go back. Yes. You must tell yourself that I have met Jesus. I will not go back. And tonight as I preach about backsliding, you must determine in your heart that you will not go back. I want us to welcome our sister Grace to bless us with this song. I'm not going back. Yes, clap your hands for her. She's coming. Come. And bless us with this song. Beautiful. Yes. Just relax and enjoy the song. She's also preaching. Yes. As she's singing, it's a message in a song. A message with melody. Yes. So enjoy the music. Enjoy the song. And it's... I'm coming back with the word. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your change. Yes, I've been changed. to sing, sing with me.
your confession right now. We are not going back. A protesting of the Lord's goodness and of his kindness. Be bought, be bought by the blood of Jesus. You cannot afford to go back. No, no. I can go back. I don't have any business in my past. No. Not just your song, but your mind and your attitude. Never to go back. You know, one of the descriptions of backsliding, by the way, backsliding is defined as a reduction or a decrease in your commitment to spiritual things. Yes. A reduction. And you must have that spiritometer. Yes. You must have that spiritometer that shows you, that is able to detect infinitesimal drops (laughs) I should break it down the slightest you must be sensitive to the slightest drops any any drop in spirituality should be detected yeah There, there there are machines that detect earthquakes they are very, very, very sensitive. It can pick an earthquake when you see that there's nothing going on. Yes. And what it does is that it senses slightest movements in the aircraft and magnifies it into a signal. Yes. And you must have that type of equipment. When your love for quiet time is going down, you should pick it. I'm talking to somebody. When your love for prayer is going down, when your love for spiritual things is going down, when your love for church is going down, you should be able to pick it. Yes. I think it's called the seismometer. Yes. You should pick it. So, one of the descriptions I shared with you two weeks ago, uh, you know, a picture that depicts backsliding is a woman who buys a wedding dress and she has it, but on the day of her wedding, she wears 
Accra heart of folk Jesse. Jesse. <laughs> As the people are waiting for her in the church, she comes in her in a Jesse. She had the nicest dress to wear. But she settled for something very, very inappropriate. It's, it is inappropriate to have any reduction in your love for spiritual things. Yes. When you get born again, God decorates your life. When you get born again, you become nice. Salvation beautifies you. Turn the Bible to Zechariah chapter 9. Salvation beautifies you. Zechariah 9. Verse 16. The King James Bible says, And the Lord their God shall save them in that day as the flock of his people. For they shall be as the stones of a crown lifted up as an ensign upon his land. When God saves you, you become like a stone in the crown, in a crown. He said, the Lord their God, the, the, the living Bible says, the Lord their God will save his people in that day as a shepherd caring for his sheep. They shall shine in his land as glittering jewels in a crown. How wonderful and beautiful all shall be. The New Living Translation says, On that day, the Lord their God will rescue his people, just as a shepherd rescues his sheep. When you get born again, you've been rescued from corruption. Second Peter 1 4. Rescued from sin, rescued from decay. Rescue from a twisted life. How wonderful and beautiful they will be. He says, on that day, the Lord their God will rescue his people. Just as a shepherd rescues his sheep. They will sparkle in his land like jewels in a crown. When you get born again, you sparkle like a jewel in a crown. And why would you want to be a jewel in a crown and then descend from the crown into a gutter, a stone in a gutter? Anybody who gets born again experiences a deliverance from a certain life that would have made your life ugly. We all have family backgrounds, temperamental backgrounds, past mistakes, past foolishness. All kinds of things we've done that would make our lives ugly. But when you meet Jesus, he makes your life beautiful. Like the madman of Gadara. He was naked, cutting himself with stones. But the day he met Jesus, his life changed. Can you imagine that man? After meeting Jesus, the people in the town came and saw that he was sitting down. He wasn't roaming about anymore. There are many girls in church who are now sitting down. Before they met Jesus, they were roaming in town from man to man. It's so unjust. 
When you get born again, you settle down. The Bible says that they saw him clothed. He was now wearing something, covered. That's salvation right there. When you meet Jesus, he covers your nakedness. It's not because we are, we are good and nice. No, but he makes us nice. He, he, he presents us to the world as jewels. Because you are not capable of beautifying your own life. Only God can make your life nice. Only God can make your life beautiful. And when you experience this life, you can't go back. You can't go back. That's why today, I'm continuing to share with you Some of the causes of backsliding. What makes people meet God and go back? What is it? What makes somebody give his life to Christ? And as he's in the church, he begins to, to, to slide and slip till he vanishes from the church. I've pastored long enough to tell you stories of church members who left Christ. One guy I remember is dead now. He left the church. He was an usher. He left the church. After a few years, when I heard of him, he was a drunkard. Full bl- because that is how we are. We are not good people. We are not good. Only God makes us nice. So when you move away from God, you are moving away from how you should have been. And the boy was a drunkard. Yes. In a part of Accra. I don't want to mention the area. He was known as a drunkard. My Asha, my personal Asha, not some, somebody has said something. The next time I heard of him, he was dead. Some five years ago or so. Dead. Which is how our lives must be. Because when you're not born again, your father is the devil. Yes, and his name is Emedra. He will kill you. His name is Amedra. When you come to Christ, he changes the outcomes of your life. How you should have been doesn't become that life. How you should have been changes. And you are now a nice person. Anybody who met the madman of Gadara sitting down in his right mind and clothes would never have imagined that this man was naked and cutting himself with stones. I said, the best thing that ever happened to you was that you got born again. It's not that you went to Harvard. And somebody said, he's in Harvard. I met a guy who said he's in Harvard. I said, ah, Harvard? Which Harvard? Oh, he said, oh, Coco Bimley. <laughs> Look, please. <laughs> nothing can compare with your salvation not marriage not a wedding ring not Togolese hair not a nice car not a ticket to Belgium nothing can come close to your salvation when you get born again the best thing in life has happened to you when you get born again, the best thing in life has happened to you. And as I share with you the causes of backsliding, 
I'm also telling you what you must never do. The first cause I shared with you was shallowness. People who come to meet Jesus and don't go deep. When you come to Jesus, your work is to go deep. Let your roots go deep in the church. Let your roots go deep in the, in, the, in the word of God. Go deep in your love for God. But some people come around and they are just around, superficially moving around without any roots and they vanish. They are just existing, waiting for the next storm. Shallowness. And I define shallowness as when you live a life of spirituality or when you espouse a type of spirituality that only exists when people see you. Yes. Only what people see is your Christianity. There is nothing beyond it. When we see you praying, does it. When we see you worshipping, does it. When you see you with a Bible reading, that is it. There is nothing like reading the Bible in your own room, in your personal private time. There is nothing like prayer. When we see you in the church looking nice, that's it. When we see you in the church wearing a beautiful dress, nice flowing dress, and with a nice wig and nice hair, that's it. After church, the dress you wear is a handkerchief skirt. When we see you in town, we cannot reconcile the sister in the church and the sister. Some of you watching me, you've got clothes in your wardrobe for, 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 for parties. Yes. You are, you are, yes, I'm also looking at you. I can see you. I can see you sitting there. You've got clothes you use for church. You wear to church and you've got party dresses. One yard dress. When you wear it, even, even snakes come around because they've seen something delicious. But you wait and see how your life is going to be. You don't want to go deep. You don't want to go deep. There are people like that. They just come and it's just superficiality. It's just a veneer of, 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 of showmanship. Nothing, nothing deep. And you must not. If you are listening to me, you must not be shallow. Ask your pastor to help you to go deep. Go deeper. David tells us that the people who see the works of God are those who are deep. Who go to the sea in ships, not in canoes. Another cause of somebody coming to God and going back. It's emptiness. They never fill themselves with anything. Empty. That one is so direct because the Bible tells us clearly that that is what demons look out for. They go about and looking for anybody who is empty. A house that is empty. And when he finds one, he goes and brings others to fill it. Yeah. Don't, don't be empty. You must live your life on earth constantly failing yourself. You must have a hunger. Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger 
and thirst for righteousness. For they shall be filled. Matthew 5. If you, are, if you don't have any agenda to fill yourself with Christian music, to fill yourself with, 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 with scriptures, to fill your life with good Bibles, the only Bible you have is a Gideon's Bible you stole when you went on admission. A Gideon's Bible. You will never see God. You will never be filled with God. That Bible you have is for sick people. Find the New Living Translation. Find the New American Standard Bible. Find some New King James. Find some Message Bible. Find some Living Bible. Go deep and fill yourself. Otherwise, you will disappear. Back to your vomits. Back to your vomits. Back to the life God was trying to rescue you. Then I also talked about um, bitterness. Yes. Bitterness. Listen to the message. I also talked about lust. Lust. Go to my podcast. Is there lust? You are in the church like Demas. You are around. But there is another love in your heart. Another love. You love something else. You are in the church, but you love the world. You love, you love evil. And nobody sees it, but it is in your bag. It will show one day. When Demas was sitting by Paul as he was writing letters, nobody could tell that this guy loves the world. Sometimes you can't tell because human beings are smart, you know. They, are, they have a way of covering up. You will never know what the, the girl is doing. As she's standing on the stage singing for the Lord, she's bleeding from an abortion. But you will know. How can you tell a woman who is bleeding? Who can tell? Nobody can tell. But she knows what she is, what lifestyle. And she has come to, she's looking like a goddess. But eventually, your love will anything you love will draw you. Love draws. Love pulls. Anything you love will pull you. Ha! It may exist as something very subtle, not very prominent, but you, you are just there loving it a little, just a little, and you move on. Before you know it, it has pulled me. My love for working for God pulled me. Yes? From a course I did for 13 years in the university. 13 years in the university. That level of education could not stop me. Because as I was there in school, as I was there in the medical school, as I was there doing my fellowships and traveling up and down, there was another love in my soul. Eventually, it's shown. That thing you think you are hiding, it will give you up soon. Well, maybe not soon, but ultimately, you will bow to what you love. You bow to what you love because love grows. One of the characteristics of love 
is that it grows. Especially when you feed it. It grows and grows till it takes over your life. That's, that's the one standing here. I shouldn't be preaching. I should be in a clinic right now examining patients. But unfortunately, why I'm standing here is that whilst I was in school, I was, I was in love. I was loving something else. And it has taken me from the hospital. It's taken me from the hospital. That's why a, a, a girl who has been brought up by her parents, school fees paid, everything has been given to her, suddenly see that she meets a stranger, a total stranger with a baritone voice. Then she starts loving him. By two years, she has left her parents wearing a ring. Be careful what you are loving. Be careful. You are only allowed. That's what the Bible only allows us to love God. You are not allowed to love anything else. Say, so thou shalt love the Lord thy God with most of your hearts. Sorry. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with a large part of your heart. What should you love the Lord, the, the Lord with? with? With what? All. And I'm not very well educated, so maybe my definition of all is not very good. But the last time I checked, all means without exception. With nothing left. Living none. All means all. That's the Bible in English. When you come into the love, your love for God, there should even be no love left for a wife. That's the Bible. There should be no love left for a husband. There should be no love left for, 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 for a child. Ah, that's why Abraham had no problem going to sacrifice Isaac. When God said, give that boy, he said, when should I go? Tomorrow, move. He went. And Isaac wasn't one of 16 children. Be very careful what you are loving. Today, I want to just, you know, it's a cool evening and uh, just want to go to the next one and see what we can do. Um, the next thing that makes people backslide is sinfulness. Sin. Sin is one of the precipitants. It precipitates backsliding. Sin. It causes backsliding. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. Proverbs chapter 1 verse 10. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. When you meet a backsliding Christian, Ten out of ten, he or she is living in sin. Ten out of ten. Something has gone on or is going on that shouldn't have gone on. Many Christians who walk out of church and backslide have often been living in sin. Although they were in church, singing in the choir, playing instruments, preaching on the stage, saying preach on, 
dancing. That's when I come to dancing. It's even a different thing. Although they were in church, some of them used to commit fornication, adultery, stealing, pornography, masturbation, and other sins. These are church members who easily become annoyed with the pastors for preaching about their evil deeds. Yeah. They don't want certain portions of scriptures to be, to be referred to. Some, some, some Christians don't like... One brother left my church recently. He told the people, ah, what type of church when you come to the church and every day is talking about uh, 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 fornication and girls and uh, men are chasing girls and so on. And eventually, he, got to, that, that, he was chasing a sister in the choir. My personal choir in the church. He was chasing a girl. I didn't know. I, I was just preaching. He, he got angry and told the brother or his sister, what is this? Instead of concentrating on the word of God, you come to church and you are just talking about uh, fornication and uh, uh, chasing girls and what is that? Is that all what is in the Bible? That's all what is in the Bible. That's all. He left my church. He left it. There's something in my head I want to say about I don't think I want to say. Anybody who reacts negatively to a word which is coming to you, there's something in you that is evil. Yeah, because the word of God is righteous. So if it comes to meet righteousness in you, you you'll be, you you will experience sweetness and niceness. But if it comes and there's evil in you, there will be a reaction. Most of the time, people come to sit in the church. Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel 33. Ezekiel. Verse 31. It says, And they come unto thee, as the people come, they come to church as everybody is coming to the church. And they sit before thee as my people. And they hear the words. But they will not do them. For with their mouth they show much love. But their heart goeth after their covetousness. Their greed for money. The money she wants. Will ne- the type of life she wants to live will never allow her. One sister told another sister that me, I will never marry a poor man. And it's true. She ended up marrying a rich man. Said, I will never. Said, There's no love. There's nothing like love. Money on the left, wedding uh, engagement ring on the right and we exchange. <laughs> Covetousness. People sit in the church and you see that sin has taken over their lives. He can't become a shepherd. He can't serve God in a certain way because light and darkness cannot coexist. Anybody 
you are listening to me right now, I want to tell you, listen to me in English. You will come to a certain place in your life, you will be amazed at how your life will turn to the left. Unexpectedly, your life will take a direction you never expected. Because of a love. Because of sin. Love for sin. Sin grows. One of the things that grows very fast is sin. I don't know how it, how it happens. But it's like there's fertilizer on it. Sin grows. Sin grows. It begins small. There was a king in Israel. The Bible describes him that he began to sin in small ways. And the sin began to grow and grow till what was secret became open. Yes, that's how sin grows. Sin will always grow out of your room. Sin will always grow out of your phone. Yes, you, you can keep it in your phone for so long. You can keep it in your bag for so long. One day it will break out. And when it breaks out, there will be no space. Unless you go and join yourself to a backslidden pastor. But if the church... This book it talks about people who don't like hot sermons. Yes. Hot sermons. They don't like it. As the message is coming and it's choking you, it's wounding you, it's, 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 the person's face has changed. Said me. So as the pastor is preaching, the head is bowed. He's, he's making his plans. I will never come to this church again. Never. But the Bible says we are washed by the word of God. When the word of God comes, it's washing your foolishness, it's washing your sin, it's washing the dirt. Anybody watching me today, I'm saying to you that your greatest love must be for the preached word of God. Address sin in your life. Address it. Address sin in your life before it undresses you. Yes. As you come again, I say address sin in your life before it undresses you. If you don't address it, it will undress you. Yes. There's a school. They say it, say it will naked you. <laughs> Sin will naked you. So address that issue. Address that issue with that, with that boy. Yes, address that issue with that girl. Address that issue with that man. Yeah, I know that he has given you money. He, 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 he has sponsored your bag, your shoes, your, your hair, even your bleaching cream. You forgot that you were dark? You, you were dark. You were a beautiful African girl. How did you become a white girl? Address it. Because sin, you see, sin is a type of love. Yes, it's a type of love. It will grow. I tell you. It may take six months, it may take one year, it may take ten years, but it, it, in, in medicine we call it breakthrough signs. Yes, breakthrough signs. That is, let's say somebody is a mental patient. And the person is treated. The person is normal. Very nice. But once a while, then the thing comes out. (laughs) 
Very nice, very calm. The one survives, he slaps you. <laughs> it's, a, it's a breakthrough sign. It's, it's like the medication is not able to subdue it permanently. Address the sin in your life. Correct the mistakes. We all have some. Correct it. Correct it. Deal with it. Ah, it's there. Deal with every evil thought and habit. This will keep you in the Lord. Sin is definitely a primary cause of backsliding. Deal with it. Deal with your love for those songs on your phone. Deal with your love. There's a boy watching me. You have finished African women. You have finished European women. You are now doing Chinese pornography. Chinese. Why? Why? By the time you are ready to marry, a woman has ceased to move you. And the next thing is either an animal or another man. And man to man is so unjust. (laughs) Address it. Whatever. Whatever is surreptitiously lying in your life, innocuously making its way into your life, block it. Block it. Subtly trying to take over. That's how Satan is. He's subtle. He doesn't come like that. He just, you know, as if he's not there. He's just, he's just, before you know it, he's there. Fight it. Why? Why? Why should you fight it? Because what you have come to meet is the best thing you, you'd ever experience in life. There's nothing nicer than Jesus. I mean, tell me, is there something nicer than a white wedding gown for a woman on her wedding day? Uh, There's only one wedding I officiated where the woman and the man were wearing kente. Only one. Because the woman was pregnant. And she she had confessed that I I can't wear white. Let's do designer. Let's do designer. I, 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 can't, I can't deceive the, the public. That's I'm standing there. We are like unveiling. You, you may unveil the bride. Unveil. I, I mean, I, I, I've been undressed already. And I'm coming to unveil. Unveil. While that things have been taken off. I can't deceive the world. So she came in Kente. I officiated it. Kente. And today it's a beautiful marriage. What else? I mean, for a woman going to have a wedding, is there something nicer than a wedding dress? Nothing! But you can have somebody who will throw away the wedding uh, dress and wear batik for a wedding. It shows that there is nothing worth living Jesus for. Nothing is worth living Jesus for. When you meet Jesus, you have met life. I don't know those songs, that's what you say. No Jesus, no life. No Jesus, no life. Anybody who has not met Jesus doesn't have life. 
John said it in his epistle, first John. He said, He that hath not Christ hath not life. He that hath Christ hath life. If you have money and you don't have Christ, you don't have life. If you are married to the most beautiful woman and you don't have Christ, you don't have life. If you are in the best school in town, Harvard in Kokomemle, you don't have Jesus, you don't have life. Number two, I'm ending now. It's, it's a cool evening. That's why I'm preaching in a very calm way tonight. I love it. Another thing which lets people backslide very fast or slowly is living a life without truth. There are specialists like that in the church. Lies. Proverbs 6, 16 and 17. Proverbs 6, 16, it starts with six things the Lord hates. Proverbs 6, six things the Lord hates. He lets them, then he comes to a proud look. God doesn't like it. No, not pride. There's a difference between pride and a the, and the proud look. Yes. It's very important that you don't look proud. Yeah, by how you are sitting in the church. By how you have arranged yourself as somebody is talking to you. Yeah, a proud look, not, not pride. Pride is another demon. Six things the Lord hates. A proud look. You look proud. How you walk, how you talk, how you how, how you arrange your body. It's a look. It's a type of look. And you can say that, oh, I'm not proud. But you look proud. And God hates it. Yes, I'm reading the Bible. So, uh, so try. Never say, oh, I, 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 I'm not proud. Yes, it's possible you are the most humble person on earth. But there is also something called a proud look. But that's not the subject for today. The next thing after a proud look is a lying tongue. And, and, and look at what comes next. Enhance that shed innocent blood. So liars are compared to wicked people who kill and shed innocent blood. If you have never murdered, you are not an armed robber and you lie, you are in the same category. The, I mean, yeah, the... the, 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 the the potency of that life is like somebody who sheds blood. Yes, listen very carefully. This is a Bible. I didn't read a magazine. Six things. Solomon liked it. He liked to always put things in groups. Animals in groups. Behaviors in groups. It says six things. Sometimes four things. This, this thing. So six things. One of them is a lying tongue. And it's in the same category with hands that shed blood. So maybe you have never committed abortion before, but you are a liar. You are the same as an abortionist. But the Bible says in Ephesians 6.14, it says, and your, and, your, and your loins get about with truth. Truth. 
Listen, everybody watching and listening, listen carefully. Try to eliminate lying from your life. Try to speak the truth. Don't encourage lies. There are many places when you are found to be lying, it's over for you. The 20th century New Testament Bible says that stand your ground then with truth for your belt. Belt. Because you see, a belt holds everything together. Without the belt. Truth, honesty, and sincerity. Be honest. When somebody employs you to be a bookkeeper or a shopkeeper or something keeper, whatever you are keeping, be sincere. Be sincere. Joseph was sincere. He told Potiphar's wife that your husband, he, he has put everything in my care. The cows, the cars, the chariots, the furniture. The only thing he has not put in my care is you. So leave my room. Sincere. If through sincerity you enter the prison, the God of truth will bring you out of that place. Yes. Yes. The God of truth. You, ultimately, the truth will, will come out. Don't be somebody. Look, if you are the type who, who is prone to lying, I want you to pray about it. And I want us to even pray about it right now before we end. Everybody, just, just begin to pray. Bow your head and begin to pray and ask the Lord to, to, to help you to overcome lies. You just lie. Look, there are some places where once trust is broken, it's over. You'll be, you'll be around, but it's, it's never the same. Pray. Some of you, it's your upbringing. You began to lie when you were two years old. Even when your hand is in fire, you will still lie. Never. You will never speak the truth. Pray, pray. Zamini Mosapa. Lendosti Mahande Kaba. Pray. Pray. A certain dishonesty. A certain life that is a lie. Some of you, you don't, you don't tell lies. But, but, hello, listen to this one. Listen to this one. Something that the Spirit is speaking expressly. I can hear the Spirit speaking expressly. He says, Some of you, you don't tell lies, but you are living a lie. Living a lie is also a lie. Yes. You are not married, but you are always around with a certain type of Gucci bag, Gucci shoes, Gucci hair, Gucci blouse. Somebody is sponsoring it. But oh, listen, it's my uncle in, in, in Holland. It's my auntie in America. It's your auntie. It's not your auntie. There's a man in a hotel who services you. Or you, you, you service him and then he services you. Jesus. 
you are living a lie. Lift your hands, everybody, and pray. Any, any lie, anything that is a lie, it's like what we are seeing is not real. Lift your hands and pray that God will have mercy on you. It causes backsliding. Maya, 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 Look, look, listen, listen. Pray that you'll be sincere and honest. Sincere and honest. Pray. Father, I pray for sincerity. I'll be sincere. I'll be sincere. Masalababa, Kabayandalaba, Lababa, lies, lies. A lying tongue will not be a part of my life. A lying tongue will not be a part of my life. Masandalababa, Lemozimayandalababa, Shata, Yamayande, in the name of Jesus. Yes. Are you honest? Are you sincere? When you make a mistake, do you admit it easily? I said, when you make a mistake, do you admit it easily? Watch it. It's going to remove you from a certain place from where you are moving away from God. Are you truthful to yourself and to God? There are many who lie to themselves continually and tell themselves, I'm okay, when they know they are not. Do not deceive yourself. Be honest and sincere. Remember, God hates a tongue that lies. I mean, when, when you start living a life of lies, what have you done? Turn your Bible to First John. When you, when you are a liar or you like lying, let me explain to you what you are doing. First John. Oh, uh, John, I said, uh, John, John, chapter 8. And I'm reading the verse, verse 44. Ye are of your father, the devil, and the lusts of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. See, I'm giving you a foundational reason why being a liar will lead to your backsliding. Listen to this one. He abode, that's the, that's the devil. He abode not in the truth because there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. Satan is described as the father of lies. So when you are prone to lies, you are making yourself a child of Satan. And at the end of the day, everybody goes to his mother. No matter where you are playing, no matter where you've gone to play, which gutter, which ampe, which football, when the sun sets, we all go to our parents. 
That's why I can assure you that if you are a type who tells lies, at the end of the day, you'll be found with your father. You, you will depart from God because God, he doesn't even tell truth. He is truth. He is truth. His name is truth. That's what, that's what John saw. That his name was truth. So, so when you are a Christian and you lie a lot, I'm, I'm talking to brothers who lie to girls. I'm talking to sisters. Some of the liars I have met in my personal life are girls. <laughs> May you not see one. Girls, girls lie. And there are a lot of nice looking, smooth talking guys. When he's talking to you, you are the only mosquito in my net. Meanwhile, meanwhile, his net is full of cockroaches and mosquitoes. No matter how your heart is broken, I'll give you my heart and use batteries. Meanwhile, he doesn't have a heart. He has given that heart to 16 other girls. I'll give you my heart and use batteries. Liars! Look, listen to me. If you think I'm, look, try to speak the truth. Speak the truth. You know something? It's true. It's true. It's true. Or it's not true. It's not true. It's true. That's it. When lies are found in you, it means you are slowly gravitating towards your father. That's why it is one of the causes of backsliding, insincerity, dishonesty. He will come to you to propose to you. Meanwhile, he is already married in Takwa. As he's marrying you, he, he has a wife with two children. I had one recently. Dishonesty, they don't last. If you are a Christian, listen to me carefully. Try and not, don't just stop telling lies. Stop living lies. If you don't have a shoe, wear slippers. Don't go and make some moves and come with some high heel shoes and ask you, wow, Sister Esther. Meanwhile, that shoe has cost you something. There are people who are driving cars with stolen money. You are doing business with your business partner. You have, you have, you, you, you've not, you, you've not declared some money, and you have gone to use it to buy uh, Maurice Minor. Try. If you have it, you have it. What I have is mine. I have it. Yeah. If I don't have it. So maybe you are watching me, you don't like my shirt. I'm, I'm very sorry. 
<laughs> said, this is what I have. <laughs> Give me two more years. I'll change my shirt. But this is what I have. Yes. This is what I have. You've noticed that since I've been preaching for the past eight weeks, the same shoes I wear, because that's what I have. You can bring me one if you want me to change the shoes, then bring one. But that's what I have. I don't want to come to you. I'm a man. Why should I come and stand here and preach wearing high heels? Just to impress you. People like to wear things or to appear in things. The wig you are wearing is your auntie's wig. So it doesn't even fit your head. It's too... It, the, the, the arrangement of your head doesn't match the wig you are wearing. It fits your auntie. It wasn't made for you. The one who made the wig didn't, didn't use your shape, the shape of your head. Because everybody is wearing a ring. I, I, said, I said a ring. Even rings. Even rings. Some of you are not married, but you are wearing the ring on your finger like that. Yes. In Shewa. It's all lies. You are not married. You are not a whatever. You, you are wearing a ring to give up because, because already you are living a married life. So you don't want any man to come and disturb you. I've met people with no problem with their eyes, but they are wearing glasses. They are wearing glasses. Yes. No problem with their eyes, but they are wearing glasses. Instance, and, and before you do it, you have even destroyed your eyes. Lift your hands and say, I will live an honest life. Say, lies are out of my life from today. Lies are out of my life from say, today. Satan, Satan, you are not my father. You are not my father. God is my father. God is my father. He is truth. He is truth. I will live true. I will live true. I will live true. I will live true. I will live an honest life. I will live an honest lies life. are out of my life. Lies are out of my life. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. What I have is what I wear. What I have is what I wear. What I have is what I will use. What I have is what I will use. Say God will bless me. God will bless me. God will prosper me. God will prosper me. But until that time, but until that time, what I have, what I have, is what I have. Is what I have. Say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for giving me what I have. For giving me what I I'm have. I'm proud of what I have. I'm proud of what I, I have. love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I was going to go to the next one. I feel it's enough for today. The next, next week, God willing, I'm going to deal with rebellion. It's a major... I need time for that one. It's a major one. Yes, I will explain rebellion and what it does to you and how it diminishes your half-life in the church. Rebellion. Stand to your feet. Lift your hands. Let's pray. Just lift your hands. Lift your hands and pray. Pray, pray for yourself. Drive out sin from your life. Sin. Sin. Whatever is not right. 
Whatever you are doing that you know that God does not approve of this thing I'm doing. Purge yourself or be prayed. Monday, Lolobosa, Mayan Dalababa, Zandalababa, pray. Pray. And block any entry point. Any entry point the devil will use to bring sin in your life. Block, 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 block. Malimosa, Talababa. Ronima, Ramama, Zimalimosa, Mayande, Ramazaba, righteousness exalts a nation. But sin is a reproach. Sin is a reproach. Pray. Pray against insincerity, dishonesty, lies. Lies. It's not real. The car you are driving is not real. The house you are living in is not real. The shoe you are wearing is not real. It's lies. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says, better a dinner of herbs where there's love, where there's peace, than of stalled ox with strife. A little that is yours is far better than. Let's lift your hands and thank God for tonight. It's an anti backsliding message. Next week, God willing, we are back. Lift your hands and pray. Just thank Him that you are not going back. You are not going back. Yes. Ask the Lord, wherever you are, ask Him to take you back. And the crowd sang that song, Take Me Back. Yes. I'm coming back. I'm returning to my original calling, my original life. May Alosh Abalanda Sake Mamola Labasa, Labasa, Labasa. Yes. If I don't have it, it's okay. At the right time, I will use it. I'll have it and I'll use it. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Please bow your heads. I don't want to pray for anyone who's a part of this service but you are not born again you don't know Jesus Christ as your savior or you are backsliding or you have backslidden I want to pray for you all of us are joining you to pray and there's a number on the screen there's a phone number on it if you call that number somebody will help you to be restored Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, Father, say I thank you. I thank you for tonight. For tonight. Say I realize. I realize that I am a sinner. That I am a sinner. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad oh things. God. Oh God. Today. Today. I declare. I declare. I declare. I declare. That I'm born again. That I'm born again. I've turned back. I've turned back. Back to God. Back to God. Back to righteousness. Back to righteousness. Back to Jesus. Back to Jesus. Back to the cross. Back to the cross. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For my salvation. For my salvation. And for blessing me. And for blessing me. For blessing me. For blessing me. To hear this message. To hear this message. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. I'm with Jesus. I'm with Jesus. All the way. All the way. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I pray. I pray. Amen. 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 Clap your hands. Clap your hands. Oh, let your hands clap you louder. 
let it be louder. And you may please be seated. 